0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive, with Andy and the White Whale.
1: Welcome to the Deep Dive. The regular season is in the books, Andy. We have our playoff picture finally coming into focus. I hope the holidays treated you well. Listeners at home, I hope the holidays treated you well. Hope you had safe travels. Hope you got what you wanted. We Got a nice, uh, nice winning week. Seventeen week seventeen was super fun. I felt like the entertainment was max, and and honestly, the the drama in that uh, LSU Ohio State game was was at like ninety nine, and then the Seahawks Niners came over the top. That was like uh, that was incredible. Like twenty minute goal line stand, guts in a blender. If you had. Uh, you know, a San Francisco four to one to win the West ticket. If you had doubled down and gotten, you know, a, a, a nice, uh, you know, play on San Francisco minus two and a half, that was incredibly high intensity. Great week of football. How, uh, how's things going for you?
0: Yeah, I will say Whale is not from the future. LSU and Ohio State didn't play.
1: What did I LSU's say? Clemson, Ohio State? Yeah,
0: Clemson, Ohio State. <laughs>
1: sorry. That was
0: yeah. a monster game. And anybody who had the, uh, LSU over the other game was a lot of fun too, as it just turned into a just a real, real shellacking where they didn't let up for quite a bit. So that was a both games were pretty fun, high drama there. Yeah, the I as I sat uh, watching the the end of the game there last night, that was a lot of fun too, high drama. And then when there's talk of someone maybe taking a safety, I think Al might have had the over because he kind of wanted them to take that safety. <laughs> Like he he was he was stumbling for oh man they they should probably just take the safety get a couple extra points on the board that uh, was nice <laughs> to end up right. on there I thought for sure we were not ending up on the right end of that that was a beautiful win to close the season um are you kind of like relieved like it's a lot of work doing this yes day.
1: oh my god yes absolutely I'm relieved especially because we had a winning year we hit, yes. I think I think all three phases our preseason looks. We're overall net winners by a good amount, thanks to, to thanks to the Ravens uh, and the Niners coming home. Um, our regular season, you had a winning year? You were what, plus uh, eight ROI? I actually, I, so I up did, updated my spreadsheet. I made more bets than
0: I thought I would this year, and I wasn't encompassing my whole year. I missed like the last week, so
1: I had a 10.69% ROI. Nice, dude. Excellent. 75 units. Wager. Awesome. 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 About, I would, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in almost exactly the same boat. Um, and, uh, our halftime scope plays were positives. Um, gotten a lot of positive feedback from people who entered pick pools and, you know, just, you know, kind of followed along with us week in, week out who had positive seasons. So, uh, I think, yeah, no, not only is, is it a, a relief to kind of, um take a little bit of you know intensity off of the handicapping you know as much as has to be done to get a a full card handicapped every week but the fact that we were you know rewarded for it i think is pretty pretty outstanding so congratulations good job golf clap for you uh and uh yeah now we get a, a fun little playoff uh you know playoff picture here to handicap and rather than get like in depth on every wild card game right out of the bat here um I think we're going to save that for Wednesday. We'll try to line up a guest and do a fun, um, a fun, or oh, it's Wednesday and New Year's Day. Maybe we'll have to record Thursday. I don't know. We'll, we'll, Wednesday or Thursday, we'll do the full, uh, full, for, uh,
0: yeah, no, uh, there's four, four wild no third-
1: card games, games here this year. There's week. no Thursday games this week. We can week. do it whenever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, later this week we'll do a full breakdown, matchups, market analysis, full handicap of all four all four games. Um, but today I think we want to step back and look a little bit more at broadly at the playoff picture, pick through kind of paths, see if there's value on backing any teams at this point, do a little do a little playoff predicting. Does that sound like fun? Yeah, I can get down to that. Do yeah, you think we should not a, full,
0: uh, uh, not a full slate this week? So not a lot of numbers. We did, we did grab some early numbers, but nothing's a lot of line. It's not, well, I mean, I guess if you took, if you were up early and you got that, uh, Seattle plus three, congrats.
1: <laughs> that was one well, of the worst numbers I can remember seeing in a while. Uh, and it didn't really open fine. with, it opened with like $500 limits at time. So I mean, I don't really know how many people besides Joey got in on that, but anyway, um, I think there's still probably some value in Seattle, but there's really no rush now. Minus one, minus one and a half, minus two. I don't think there's much difference between those numbers. Obviously, there's not. There's more than zero, and you you want to get the best of the number, but I don't think you have much of uh, a need to rush to the window to grab that. Uh, there could be some Philly injury news. There could be some Seattle injury news that might impact things, so I don't think it's worth... it's. I don't think it's worth... Uh, it, I don't think it's a bad idea to wait that out. A no, little bit. The, the only um, other
0: one... If uh, if the Minnesota total keeps ramping up, you might want to grab that before it goes to 49. Yeah,
1: m- we both made a point of this last night on Twitter.com, uh, and hopefully you were a part of that conversation because um, – as we lined these, you know, I thought a fair price on this would have been about 50 or 51. You said, you said 50, I said 51. And uh, they opened at 46. And if you could have gotten in under the key number of 47, then you're sitting with a pretty valuable ticket, I think, at this point. Uh, so hopefully that's where you are at. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, even still now, I think if, if you can find a cheap 48, I think you want it before it gets to 48 and a half or 49. Because I do think that this continues to climb. But with that all said, and before we get into kind of looking into the crystal ball and predicting the playoff futures, why don't we kind of uh, do a little uh, forensic, uh, forensic analysis of where we were right and where we were wrong in 2019, um, set the table a little bit, uh, kind of come clean with what we have currently in our queues for, uh, for futures so you know how that's affecting our decision-making. Does that sound like a good idea?
0: Yeah. He, I, have, I have a Minnesota to win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I would take. uh, Yeah,
0: rough cast, not a good team. Tons of good secondary, or tons of good quarterbacks and receivers to just pick apart that secondary. (laughs) Nothing would surprise me in the NFL playoffs, but the Vikings don't have the uh, the current roster makeup to win three straight road games in the NFC right now. So, calling that one dead. Mm. Dead.
1: Yeah, they really let you down on, uh, what was it, Christmas Eve, or the day before Christmas Eve. That Monday night game was a huge letdown from them. And we saw it coming, and you got your money back. Yeah, and I think you bet, covered bet, yourself bet. well, because we double-dipped on, on Green Bay yeah. Yeah. So, that was good. Um, but yeah, no. What, what did you think, though? Like, like as, we, as we did, I think we did, what did we do, two-hour previews for every division in August? We did a ton of content. Uh, in august we kind of staked positions on you know where there was value in the markets we put a bunch of season-long prop plays into action um took a handful of season win totals uh, overall you would say you did fairly well
0: yeah obviously the ravens at three and a half to one that was a beauty i didn't do much for regular season win totals but i did have a parlay i thought was dead i did the Anybody but the Cowboys, anybody but the Bears regression parlay as far as those two divisions, which came through at the end. That was kind of nice. It paid almost even money. I think it was like minus 120 for both of those teams not to win their division. So the Bears, the Bears regression was real. They got a meaningless win last night uh, or yesterday to get to uh, 8 and 8, but overall, not getting the. uh, Not getting the same kind of play out of Mitch, not getting the turnover luck that they had last year. I mean, that kind of was their ceiling, eight, nine wins.
1: Yeah, I think they made their ceiling. I agree with you. I I think they hit, they maximized their potential getting two, eight, and eight. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, I guess I want to pat us on the back a little bit for the Baker Mayfield interception. Love. Uh, he made his interception total with uh got ended up with 21 on the season. Uh, Cleveland overall underperformed, underwhelmed, and we were a little bit ahead of the curve on that, which was fun. Um, and, you know, any other year, 21 interceptions would have been enough to win the interception title, which would have brought home a 16 to 1 ticket for me on Baker Mayfield's most hints. <laughs> <laughs> it was even enough. close this year. James Winston with the historic 30 for 30. And asking for thirty million, uh, I think he probably deserves it, and I think he will get paid by the Bucks. That makes sense to keep him. He's got uh, enough positives in what he does, especially in today's NFL. That I think you have to retain him. There's um, but yeah, that's,
0: like an incentive laden contract where he gets bonuses for games that he wears his
1: contacts. <laughs> oh. Are you making this up? Because that's not crazy. I'm making that up, but it okay.
0: should be. A- <laughs> okay. if he wore his contacts inside the fender, he'd probably be better.
1: Well, or he would be less risk or he'd be more risk-averse, and maybe that would take away some of the magic. So it's it's a it's a 50-50 proposition with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but either way, I think uh you saw enough in terms of his progression as a passer overall that uh and I think you live with the mistakes, you know, like that there's there are there are def you, you don't want you know, like the the like the alternative of a safe James Winston, maybe like his ceiling is like Andy Dalton. So I, you know, that doesn't get you anywhere, um, and it's certainly not as entertaining. Anyway, uh, I think uh, I I definitely I guess how about where we were wrong or, or any anything pop to mind where we were especially not correct. Oh, Colts? the Saints! Saints, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I man, mean, we can Saints. we can
0: laugh oh. about the Colts because. Andrew Luck retired like two days after we made that preview. Yeah. So, <laughs> it is, it is, it is shit, shit like that is going to happen.
1: Dude, like, that whole preview, gonna, that, oh man. Dude. You're going to
0: make future bets and watch, you know, a quarterback blow his knee out in week one that happened to Brady one year. I'm sure people had Patriots Super Bowl tickets that they had to laugh about. For sure. But, I, mean, I was one of those people. Even, yeah, this yeah. was even funnier. <laughs> yeah.
1: just, what I didn't even been? make it to this season.
0: <laughs> but uh, we did, uh, we made strong cases for. Uh, Atlanta to win the division. And oh, Saints that's right. It. We had the Saints regressing hard, which it's like, all right, they're not regressing. And then Breeze gets hurt.
1: And
0: we did have a nice Breeze. Along with that, we had a Breeze under ticket for injury.
1: Yeah, which
0: was given to us. But then our uh, our Patrick Mahomes over touchdowns ticket was taken away by injury, so that washed out. But the yep. the, you know, the the Saints the Saints continuing to win close games with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm kind of erased everything that we were was, you know it's not like we were hoping or banking on an injury but that was part of the handicap and it should be yeah when we yeah. said drew Brees is not young like he is going to be more susceptible to an injury than a younger quarterback at his age and as many times as they want to throw the ball sometimes so we you know we we took the injury and it just didn't work out and the falcons injuries were much more noticeable on the uh in the score lines and the success of the team, and that just never materialized for us. Um, you know, Cam yep. Newton not being healthy. We talked about you know Cam Newton possibly
1: having a good season that didn't pan out. Mm. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think that. I, I you know we were skeptical of Cam Newton all along. I felt like we were like, yeah, I mean, if healthy, you know, then the Panthers might be good. But you saw two games, and it was like, oh, he's obviously not. Uh, and I, I still strongly suspect it was not, you know, is largely not a foot injury that you have to be concerned about for Cam Newton's future well-being as far as a quarterback <laughs> goes. Um, and same with Drew Brees. Like the, the the take wasn't even just he'll get injured. The take was he has shown signs the last three seasons of having a dead arm come January. Like he throws so many passes and he's getting so up there in years that. He just doesn't have the accuracy on the deep ball that he does, that he needs to be able to complete 20 passes, 20 yards down the field in January. That was like the whole read and granted he and got it, he's ended rested. up with a fluky thumb <laughs> injury and he's rested. And uh, yeah, man, uh, seven wins by Teddy Bridgewater in his absence was wild or six wins, whatever it was. And then, um, and then I talked myself into a Drew Brees, you know, saints to win the Super Bowl ticket thinking that you were going to have some home games and a fresh and a live arm. And uh, yeah, the saints, I think were the biggest losers yesterday. Uh, Not having um, things work out to where they get a buy and a home game in the divisional round was huge. Uh, And even worse than that, it looks like they're going to have to go to green Bay. That is like the worst possible trip uh, to send Drew Brees and company outdoors into that, uh, you know, zero degrees uh, frozen tundra like this, like that's not great. And their defense is ailing. Um, you know, they, that is a, that is a tough spot for them to be in. I know they'll probably be like, what, two, three point favorites, uh, on the road in that spot, if they can get by Minnesota. But all of a sudden, like all of my optimism for the saints to make a run at the super bowl has kind of been popped because I really just don't love the idea of watching drew Brees make passes deeper than, 5 yards in you know zero degree conditions uh and just seeing the ball flutter and getting picked off by JRL Alexander and company like it's going to be it's that's going to be a really really tough game for them and uh I feel like um you know I feel like that kind of deflates any of their hopes of getting to the Super Bowl um which I think opens up the NFC to being wide open I really do I don't think the AFC is wide open at all it's a two horse race maybe a one horse race but the NFC, I do think there's a lot to kind of dig in and try to, try to figure out, really, if there's value in any of these teams. you want to do it? Yeah,
0: I think we were kind of in agreement with a certain team in a certain path, and it's a certain team we don't like.
1: Yeah, I know, right? This is not, uh, yeah, which is crazy, because I was yeah. F-bombing these, these guys constantly to you <laughs> last night via DM. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and now I'm sitting here looking and thinking like, oh, if there's one team that has value in the NFC, it's probably Seattle, which is insane because I hate the coaches. The defense is trash, but, but they kind of got the path. They kind of got the path. I don't mind
0: a a third match with the the Niners. Yeah, we just, we thought, we thought that, I mean, I wasn't you know, fully on the Niners as far as, you know, that this team is clearly better. This should be a touchdown. They're going to win this game. It's just, this is going to be a close game. And we took the two and a half. Like I would have never taken the three and a half last night. No, I would have yeah. felt terrible about doing that. I would have looked at the other side almost, but yeah, if sure. that is going to be a close matchup once again.
1: Like yeah. Russell it's a 50, 50 game.
0: Absolutely. As annoying Russell Wilson is when you bet against him, that's how exciting he can be when you bet on him. Like, that, it's it's a 50-50 game. It should probably be lined at three again if they match up again in San Francisco in the playoffs. And With, uh, with how I think Russell Wilson can match up against pretty much any team in the playoffs.
1: I They're going to give us a better number than three in that spot. It's going to be like six because of the bye, because of the home field, because the Niners got the win and covered. In week seventeen, I think they're going to hang that at like six. seven, I guess. Well,
0: will you take the six if you already have uh, Seattle twenty-eight to one to win the Super <laughs> <laughs> Bowl? That's, that's what you're hanging right Just because I know
1: game. Oh, God. I and I think I yeah. I mean, I guess what well, we need to do the math a little bit and figure out if twenty-eight to one is as good as you can do. You know, because like, what happens if you're, uh, you know, rolling over minus one thirty plus two two forty. Well, and I guess, what would they be in Green Bay for NFC title game? That'll be, that would be close to a pick I feel like.
0: Uh, yeah, I would think so.
1: And then against the Chiefs or the Ravens in the Super Bowl, they're going to be three-point ducks? Four, maybe?
0: Three in a neutral feels right.
1: Mm, even though the only quarterback in the game who had won a Super Bowl would be the Seattle quarterback.
0: I know, but still, can you imagine? It's it's going to be like Mahomes or Lamar, all the hype. You can't lay, you can't put it like a two.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. I think twenty eight to one is better than you're going to be able to do with a rollover.
0: It'll be close. I'll have to do a little math. And the problem with trying to predict a rollover is that you're predicting.
1: Yeah, no, no. But we're we're calculating. I think the worst case path. Like the best case path is Minnesota upsets the Saints. You know, trick for
0: this. Yeah. Minnesota upsetting and then Seattle beating Philly and then getting to head to Green Bay first to take care of business. No, that would be great. But yeah, there's a couple, couple shops have 25. I found uh, two that have 28 to one. I think Bovado was one of them.
1: Hmm. Okay. I'm going to take some of that today. Okay. well, let me let me flesh out. Let me flesh out this position a little bit more clearly, because it sounds like we're just kind of agreeing and haven't really kind of talked it through. So uh, stop stop me if you disagree with anything fundamentally or if you think we're missing something. Um, Game number one for the Seahawks, they head to Philadelphia. Uh, Previously, they have beaten Philadelphia on the road. It was November twenty fourth, about a month ago. Uh, Philadelphia. I thought in my back of my head, I was like, "Man, Philadelphia was a hell of a lot healthier at the time than they are now." And then I went through the roster and who got snaps and who was playing what, and they're kind of the same team, uh, maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit more dis- in disrepair in the secondary. Um, but I don't think it really matters. Like, other than the link being a terrible place to play uh, uh, if you're a road team. It just just on the you know just in terms of like how that crowd lifts up the Philly defense, I, I don't think that you can match up with Seattle the way that you are kind of this you know whence in the walking wounded with Philadelphia. Am I crazy?
0: Yeah, there's it just there's no way around it. Like like you said, the the biggest thing was this game already happened and one of these teams was much healthier at that time. And the the shoulder injury looks like he's done. We got the rib injury.
1: Yeah, Wentz, Brooks. Been, yeah,
0: yeah. Wince has been doing an admirable job. Wentz, you we got to give you know Wins and Peterson their due credit as far as stitching together a season with the amount of injuries they had. But I'm in no way, shape, or form should they have opened a favorite. <laughs> you know, right, least, right. We we said this when when we went over this on a previous podcast. If this is the game that happens, because we bet in the Niners, so we were hoping that this is the way the season would go and the playoffs would line up with Philly and Seattle playing. We yep. said Seattle to <laughs> three. And it opened completely the opposite. And it's moved four and a half. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah forward, right.
0: You know, and anybody who, you know, a lot of people we respect laughed at the opener too and took some money on that. So yeah. I don't think I don't think we we're out of line in that sense. And I absolutely believe that Seattle gets it done. I took some Seattle money line already gonna add some Seattle liability a small bit on the futures and I think uh, I think they're absolutely live in Green Bay or San Francisco the path is easy going on the road a bunch but this is an experienced team an experienced coach an experienced quarterback um, aside from Rodgers, uh, I guess you know Peterson's been there but man just what a mash unit
1: yeah That's seriously fun and actually you know we've we've kind of taken some shots at Seattle's defense over the course of the season and rightfully so because at times they have been very poor um but i this isn't bad matchup for them clowney's been you know he played very very effectively last night i feel like he's kind of got a little bit of fresh legs cuz he's taken off a ton of the later part of the season um wagner uh not the same player he once was, but he can do some pretty decent coverage on the, on the tight end core for Philadelphia. KJ Wright played an incredible game last night. I thought he was very good. they got Diggs, uh they got uh, Diggs back, they got uh, Griffin back like the Seattle defense was more feisty last night than I expected. would you agree? I would think so. They still gave up some bad plays. they still gave up some gross backbreaking catches, but you know San Francisco's offense is good. Like, I, I, I do not feel the same way about Philly's offense. I feel like Philadelphia um, is a lot of smoke and mirrors. They've gotten it done, you know, against some pretty weak competition down the stretch, too. It shouldn't be. Uh, that should be part of the equation here. Um, and, yeah, their their defense can be exposed. I think Seattle gets this, uh, gets this win. And I think uh, they send themselves to a rematch with the Niners. Part three. Niners, Seahawks, part three. I usually hate when we get divisional matchups in the playoffs because it's just like ugh there's this has been you know we've gone over the handicap twice god we've covered this road so many times but this is like a dream to have this happen a third time like think about this season the saints and i mean sorry the yeah, the niners and the seahawks have been involved in like five of the 10 most entertaining games Maybe yeah. 10 of the 10. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> Even if you just take the two matchups that they had together,
1: like the yeah. overtime game. Those two of the, the best five games of the season.
0: Overanalyzing if they should have, like, oh, man, they should have just nailed it up and taken a tie. Can a team really do that? And then this sure. last one being decided, you know, by an inch, inch or two, and it was it was really something.
1: Yeah, it was. And I guess that game last night, a couple things I want to point out. Number one. Um, I thought I mean it's just the just the cool confidence that Russell Wilson runs an offense with is scary right like the whole fourth quarter you felt like it was inevitable that Seattle was coming back into that game right I wasn't yeah, the only one who felt that way good. it didn't feel good up 14 I'm still like Jesus Christ like this is and it wasn't even 14 it was what like 11 or 10 it was it's 12 12 up 12 i was like god dude i cannot believe the niners have to have to score on this next drive or else they're probably gonna lose and sure enough um you know shanahan didn't make the great decision although uh you can kind of re you can kind of go over this with a little bit more of a you know a little bit more uh Hindsight bias, I guess, um, but punting on fourth and one when they just needed one yard and they're you know they had been gashing uh, Seattle on the ground all game seemed like they could have gotten it. What do you think of that?
0: Yeah, the analysis uh, or the analytics community wasn't super happy about that because they could have clearly gotten two or three yards. Like they yeah. they lowered their win <laughs> expectation by a ton by not going for that. Like either what? way, you know, if you, if you give Wilson that much time. He's probably back down. At, I mean, he was. He was down to where they were punting from in a few plays anyway. Like it, it, it was silly to punt there. I think absolutely the way you're running the ball, you go for that. And I mean the, so what, what did the what did they call it? Like a chop block or a block below the waist or whatever.
1: The unnecessary. It was unnecessary roughness because it was after the whistle. But who could have possibly heard the whistle in that stadium at that time? No, like that, poor th- that was a terrible, terrible call, and it almost decided the dirty. freaking division.
0: It wasn't a dirty play. He's just uncoordinated. He fell down. He looks so awkward.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, that was a rough call in a, mm. in a weekend rough calls.
1: Okay. Well, let me, uh, so let me ask you are we looking past San Francisco a little bit here? Are they, should they be the clear and obvious favorite in the NFC? They obviously have home field advantage. That's huge. Although, I got to tell you, the field of genes doesn't really manifest much home field, in my opinion. Um, obviously, like, it's better not to be traveling in January. Uh, you definitely don't want to go to Lambeau. You definitely don't want to go to the Superdome. So it's good that they are home. That improves their chances. But uh, I don't 100% know who's afraid of going into Levi's Stadium and uh, you know playing for their playoff lives. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, that's out of the f- four, Christ, out of the eight division winners, is that the least? home field that you're as far as being worried about?
1: I don't know. Houston's not great.
0: I was just going to say Houston's probably a tie. I yeah. It's a tie from 7th and 8th. all the that. other places, I don't want to go to the Dome. I no. don't want to go up to Seattle. I don't want to go to Green Bay in January, Lambeau in January, Baltimore in January, the Red Sea down in Kansas City, and then you just throw it. Here's a stadium 40 miles from City Center that, that we have that yeah. doesn't really have a good home field advantage.
1: Yes, it's a not, great, it's not great great call. Draft,
0: like, still, but you know, it, it's it's the lower the lower end of home field advantage, probably across the league, you know, not quite San Diego levels, but I'm not uh, I'm not too worried about going to San Francisco.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh so LA. that's one that's one demerit for San Francisco. How about number two? Uh Jimmy Garoppolo? Playoff experience? A problem? Yeah, he or has a couple boring dude. <laughs> Did he kneel? Did he even get a snap and a kneel in any of the Super no Bowls?
0: Idea. He has more rings than uh, he has more rings than uh, Rodgers.
1: Wow, how about that? Um, but no, let's uh, you know. I mean, another another reason that I've been a little like I have not gotten into bed with San Francisco at all in the futures market to win the Super Bowl. And the biggest reason was Jimmy Garoppolo has never started a playoff game. And you often have one of those playoff stinkers when it's your first ever run because the pressure is high. There is an awful lot asked of the quarterback. And yeah, I think that concerns me. Does that concern you? You know, I would, I could absolutely see this
0: being St. Seahawks NFC title game.
1: Yes, I agree. And in that case, I'm the Seahawks down. are totally fucked. Yep. That's where I hedge. <laughs> That's where you hedge, okay? And I already have some Saints uh, Super Bowl ticket in my pocket, so I probably won't hedge. But um, oh, this, gosh. so I, so I think, uh, I, I, I honestly, I want to, I, I want to downgrade the Niners relative to the market on the basis of not having as great a home field advantage as the other teams, not having an experienced quarterback in terms of having made playoff starts. And honestly, Shanahan hasn't made a lot of playoff decisions in his life that have been impressive. He's never coached, you know, he's never been the head coach of a team that is prepared for a playoff game. This is his first rodeo, too. Complete inexperience at the head coach and quarterback position is a little spooky.
0: Yeah. And gosh, it'll be fun if they do get a lead so people can make Shanahan getting a lead in the playoffs jokes. That won't
1: yeah. get old. No, that definitely won't get old. I, I definitely won't partake in that merriment. Um, and then there's a, there's a fourth thing that I think is worth pointing out too. Like the San Francisco defense held on for dear life last night. They had one of like the most impressive goal line stands I can remember seeing in years. Where they make they stopped the Seahawks basically on eight attempts to score the touchdown.
0: Yeah, that was a. I was just like delaying my demise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's it was really, like oh, you know, you know, was, yeah. You thought you, it's you're it's thinking like
0: you're stopping. Be like, oh man, I got to sharpen my axe. One, no, more it time. was
1: it was even worse than that because Seattle was taking all the clock down. So you were like, San Francisco's not even going to get a chance to move into field goal position for a game winning kick. Like it was absolutely painful.
0: I was like, just let them score. See so if time, come on. And then <laughs> that fourth down, were they? Really, that was just like worst case. Oh, they like, oh they
1: got like, it at the one. Home, I know. Yeah, didn't score. Yeah.
0: Which um, I would say the most important play in that entire game was probably the five yard penalty they took there. Yeah. Just, always a sign
1: like, of a well coached team. What in the fuck, Pete Carroll? What were what you doing?
0: World is the play not just one running back, the big old dude that you signed this week that can jump over the line, just
1: run him into the line? You took a delay yeah. of game, not eight Or fake a spike? Game. Yeah, something, anything. that Like the first and goal, the going with the spike felt a little bit like they lost some momentum there. Didn't you think?
0: I would not have spiked the ball. You have that play ready. if, yes. we get a, if you, you can get a first down. If you do get the first down, <laughs> the
1: play is to run Marshall. Dude, especially if, dude think, especially if the fourth down play is a designed pass to lock it that's short of the goal line.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. You, you have to have that play ready. I don't know what, in what universe? You don't just. I mean, are we are we sitting here making the argument why didn't she give the ball to Marshawn?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. In
0: some sort of weird deja vu.
1: It was. I know because in the moment you're like, this is like too cute by half that you're going to get Marshawn Lynch back for this game, and he's going to have a goal to go situation to win the game, and they're going to redeem themselves for the. For the uh, you know the end of the the Patriots Super Bowl, like it was like this is too cute, and for them to take a delay of game penalty there was mind blowing. That was so mind blowing. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was such a huge relief. Uh, but uh, and you know, and it set up you know probably one of the most exciting plays that I can remember on the whole season, which was the goal line stop. I mean, that was like what? Well, was he a micron short of breaking the plane? You think uh,
0: it was a couple inches, I mean, a couple it, was, microns? <laughs> it, was, it was clear. Like when you saw it, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty clear.
1: I didn't know, man. Somebody yeah, that the tweet of game of inches was like cute in terms of, you know, qualifying what happened, but like, I'm not even sure that was an inch.
0: <laughs> it was so close. It was close, so but close. I, I thought it was clear. Like he's not it. Was in. Clear. Okay. okay. And then, and then they said like, Oh, the, the clock should have stopped on the turnover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we have to run a play. Oh, God, help us.
1: Yeah. Right. 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 Um. So yeah. No. The the, the coaching in Seattle is a concern. And granted, like we're doing a lot of blowing up Seattle, but like all, this is all relative to their market price. This is not like I legitimately love this team. They're going to win. I believe in Russell Wilson. I'm a, you know I'm part of Seahawks Nation now. No. No. None of this is the case. This is literally just you have a scenario where there are a handful of experienced quarterbacks in the NFC. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's playing in the worst season that I can remember him playing in many, many years. Uh, Drew Brees, who has one of the tougher paths because he's likely going to have to go on the road to a cold environment, cold outdoor environment and potentially on the road again uh, if uh, if he's going to make it to the Super Bowl. And then you have Russell Wilson, who seems to be unflappable uh, and, you know, he's they have a uh, granted they're going to have to win three road games, but I will also qualify that with. They've been home the last two weeks. They haven't necessarily played especially well at home this season, anyway. Uh, this is not a travel-worn team that now has to travel, travel like what we saw with the Colts and the Chargers last year. You know, they should be up for this. Do you agree?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're on the same page. Is this usually a good thing or a bad thing?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I I, what we, I think
0: we're we on the same page for for last year.
1: Uh, Chiefs and Saints, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and we thought the Bears I, in the Super shot. Bowl.
1: Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I mean the Bears did have a shot. They were a double dunk away from uh, you know from ruining the Rams. I because I, I think the Bears head out to L.A. and probably beat the Rams in that moment. But that's uh, you know all of that is speculative. Um, the uh, but yeah, we I mean I remember making a pretty strong case for experience winning out in the Super Bowl, don't you?
0: Yeah, I think experience matters, except for the years that it doesn't. Like you, you you get fluky years. Boy, it's either it's either a blue blood with experience, or you get a fluky year, like a, you know, the the Eagles and the dog masks with a backup quarterback, or the (laughs) Flacco light years. Like we got to decide: is it a fluky year? Like is Deshaun lacing up Super Bowl Sunday, or are we just getting you know? The, the the blue blood maybe not even blue blood with lamar but just a stud-ass team versus another stud-ass team with experience yeah
1: you know i mean, I mean the flaco had an arm,
0: have the experience but he got his playoff stinker out of the way
1: and yeah, he did. harbaugh he has did. Harbaugh
0: had plenty of experience
1: that's a great point yeah that's absolutely true um plus is it running it's the most analytically forward team and we've ever seen in the nfl which is you know i'm all about that Anyway, Versus the one that's not
0: analytical at all. <laughs> yeah, versus
1: the one Harbaugh, that's, that's back their that's way the here to this right point. Now. Yeah, versus the one that's point differential has under... Is, did they end up finishing the season zero net zero point differential, Seahawks?
0: They were plus 12 to start the game, and they lost by, what, five or six? Yeah. So, yeah, they finished, like, plus seven for the season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With 11 wins. Amazing. Unreal. At least they finally lost a one-score game. Um, okay. All right. So, so Seattle versus the
0: Ravens is 21 to 1.
1: 21 to 1. God, I like that. I really like that. Think, um, I guess hold up. Like final, obviously final bow. The yeah, close. yeah. Final final bow here. It's possible we're overlooking the Niners, but I, you know, again, you know, like like their defense, I don't think. I think they, proved, they they showed us. They have relative, relatively basic defense. They just were better than uh, everyone else for a large part of the season based on having a D-line depth that was impossibly good. And they've taken some shots there. And as we saw last night, though Dwayne Brown and healthy D-line for San Francisco, they still couldn't get his ass. Does that stick with you at all?
0: It does a little, and it bothered the shit out of me last night. (laughs) How many? I I don't suppose anybody has like the stat how many times someone put a hand on Russell and did nothing, and it was like a 15 yard pass play. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with the coverage from San Francisco last night.
1: No, I wasn't either at all.
0: Wide open 10, 15 yards down the field. Russell was finding people on the regular for, I mean, these weren't just. You know, little six-yard dump-offs that they were running up the field. For. I mean, those were working too, but there was guys 15, 20 yards down the field just wide open.
1: Yeah, I have heard some people make this case. This is not an original thought, but I'm buying into it now, that San Francisco's defensive success over the first eight weeks was largely predicated on the fact that they had effectively two full rotations of, of, of better-than-replacement-level defensive linemen, and so they had guys who were always fresh rotated in, uh, to get just an absolutely violent pass rush on you. And yeah, I don't think they have that anymore because they've had some kind of role players who have gone out with injuries and their guys are tired. Uh, you know, to a degree, it felt like Nick Bosa like hit the wall a little bit last night, didn't it? Like he, there, so many players were there for him. He just couldn't do it. He was going up against the replacement guy. Like it was really tough to watch. Uh, and I think, I, so I don't think you can necessarily lean on your defense if you're San Francisco. You're going to have to get it done on offense. And I think that's where it becomes important that this is Shanahan and, and Garoppolo's first crack at this.
0: And I don't know what the. So Quan Alexander was out doing some things in the field. See, he, He's eligible to return from the IR. I think, but we don't really know <clears throat> what his full status is at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's important. The, I, but yeah, that, and that what, that helps you in the matchup with Seattle, I think, too. Because, dude, how good, how good, uh, how good, and how fresh were was that Homer kid for Seattle? Like he got ten yards any time he felt like it. Uh, you know, as a yeah, Seattle they were back. losing
0: contain on the edge on the regular. <laughs> crazy. It was, it was pretty rough to see.
1: It was crazy, and so yeah, I think, and it's weird because like losing Carson, losing Penny, losing Procyse. That might have helped Seattle because now you have a kid in there with fresh legs who can perform a function that you that like is actually plus EV, not like we're gonna run a dump off to Chris Carson and and because we think running back passes are efficient, right? Like it, like they actually have um, you know a guy who can perform a role that's you know James White esque, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, I yeah you know, I, I was I was like pleasantly surprised by Homer's performance last night. And yeah, Marshawn D-T Lynch forward. can get you a yard when you need a yard. Except we can't. Chief
0: Gordon and Quan Alexander <laughs> being healthy will be a big difference. But I still good point. I still this is a good uh, point. Seattle's Seattle's number is too big for a team that
1: absolutely fifty fifty in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. they're fifty fifty. They end up in the NFC title game. <clears throat> okay. Are we better off? or do we do i guess do we just take a small piece of this for fun and then just lay the wood on Seattle this week against you know short price against Philly lay the wood when they're plus plus 6 next week against the Giants and then plus 105 in the money
0: line and then I'm going to I'm going to go small on Super Bowl and NFC
1: yeah okay okay i think they're more likely i think they're much more likely to win the NFC and go That's to the Super Bowl that, than win the Super Bowl right. like i like i really I'm going to make a strong case against Seattle if they're up against the likes of Kansas City or Baltimore. Yep.
0: Um, I, the, I like taking both. It's like a—I don't know if anybody who listens bets uh, tennis or a few other sports allow this sort of thing, but it's called a, an EW bet. Each way, each way,
1: where you get you get
0: half of your bet is if they make the final, which in this case we call the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> if you're new to this,
0: yeah. So it, um, it is okay. kind of like an each way. If you just split a bet on the NFC title and the Super Bowl, and that's what I'm going to be doing.
1: Okay, we gave uh, we gave no shine in all of this NFC discussion, really. To um, and, and I I think it's worth pointing out. Like I'm pulling the ripcord on Seattle if they match up against the Saints in the uh, in the uh, NFC title game, uh, and I'm probably. Feeling Saints if it ends up Saints San Francisco. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I don't have any Saints. Look, I don't have any Saints liability. I don't think I'll do a look. I have a lot of little futures that die run the regular, but uh, I'm I'm like yeah, I'm, I'm like not, I'm not excited if it's if it's Saints Seattle in the in the NFC title game. I'll be hedging off that liability at least. To, I'm like
1: I'm I'm like outsizedly concerned about Saints at Green Bay. But then if they survive that, if they pass that test, then I'm all of a sudden I'm feeling like the Saints are your Super Bowl winner. What do you think? What do you think?
0: Oh man, that'd be a hell of a game. Saints, Ravens, or Saints, uh boy, we are really, really quietly and like backhandedly shitting on the Patriots today. Just no that, that's could. what
1: happens after you lose to uh to the Miami Dolphins at home with your, your playoff by on the line
0: you get shit on you do get shit on
1: um okay well i I guess so it sounds like we're in fairly reasonable alignment i guess in the nfc playoff picture neither of us is giving i mean green bay could potentially only have to win two home games in there in the super bowl but we still are like looking at them as clear and obvious frauds would you agree
0: yeah i'm still there
1: I mean, the fact that Aaron Rodgers had the game he had yesterday, like, it was like, it was, was that, did you watch any of that?
0: I didn't watch much. Did you see the stat on the Lions games?
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. By by all means, repeat it. By all means, repeat it. Because this is like impossible to, to wrap your head around.
0: They beat the Lions twice while never leading for a second of game time.
1: In either game. In either game. Unbelievable. That is, like, impossible. Um, God damn. Uh, and, yeah, here they are with the bye in a home home game in the second round of the playoffs. Um, I would guess that they are almost certainly going to be underdogs in that game, whether it's New Orleans, whether it's Seattle. Maybe not against Philly, but uh, they're probably going to be dogs, and I think they're probably the right bet in that spot um, just because – of how hard it is to go to the frozen tundra at this time of year and pick up a W. Um, It ain't easy. It ain't easy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been like possibly underwhelming this season yesterday. uh, Thank you, by the way, I'll just give a shout out to uh, the, uh, the local uh, broadcast team, the local broadcast uh, uh, corporations here in Los Angeles, CBS and Fox yesterday had on uh, in the morning, we had Green Bay, Detroit, and um, Chargers, Chiefs, and in the afternoon we had Rams, Cardinals, and what was the other terrible one? Broncos, <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> it was the four, Broncos, they, Raiders the four sure. games <laughs> they, the four, four games they put on in the LA market were just a train wreck yesterday. Especially that, given how many other good games there were around, but whatever. I ended up getting to see a lot of Green Bay Detroit because of that. And it can't be understated how bad Aaron Rodgers was yesterday. He was so poor. And he has these games. And it's just this season is not going his way. Like his chemistry with his wide receivers is not there. Uh, Matt LaFleur is not calling an offense that takes advantage of his strengths. Uh, Aaron Jones has bailed out the Packers more times than I can count this season. Uh, And, you know, maybe that's good enough to get you a win at home in January. Um, but I feel like in the a- NFC title game, they are going to be, um, you know, run off the field. They're not going to be able to go score for score with any of the offenses that could potentially get there.
0: Yeah, so, that's about right.
1: Okay,
0: it's a, he's not. He's not an elite quarterback anymore. He has elite moments. He can still make plays, but he's not. He's not a top five quarterback right now.
1: Yep. Yep. We agree. Um, okay. And so, we bet. I bet on him two weeks ago, you know, I, absolutely <laughs> him I will bet on him in the divisional round, probably against the Saints, yeah, which is it, insane. It's
0: funny, like, you do have to just take, take emotion. Everything's a comparison. Yeah, like just because something shitty doesn't mean something else isn't comparatively shittier. Like I, I can rag on a team all week <laughs> bet against them. and yeah. absolutely bet on that team the next week.
1: Absolutely, you have to. You have to have a short memory in this in this space. You cannot be blinded by uh, uh, what's it recency bias. It will kill you. Um, okay, well, let's move to the AFC. Talk about this playoff picture a little bit. Uh, Houston Buffalo is a consolation game. I don't really have a ton of feeling about it. Uh, I think the total is creeping up a little too high. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to attack this via the full game under or Buffalo team total under. Um, but Josh Allen making his first ever playoff start on the road against the defense that has quietly gotten a lot healthier and a lot better as the season go- goes, has gone on, I think spells a lot of trouble for Buffalo, even though they've done a tremendous job this year, their defense deserves tons of praise and Sean McDermott is a viable candidate for coach of the year. I still am not, buying into the Josh Allen experience, especially in his first ever playoff start. So uh, Houston likely moves on to face the Ravens while we think Patriots take care of the Titans, or have you uh, started drinking a little bit of the, uh, the sky blue cool?
0: I haven't decided who wins that game, but the Patriots defense is good, but can be attacked on the ground. We'll get into this more Wednesday, but Derrick Henry might have a hell of a game and I, I can, absolutely see them losing this game just the way this offense is you know started slow and had to force to be playing comeback and just the the efficiency in the red zone that Tennessee has displayed all year the you know absolutely ability to run or throw the ball and you know if things are working out offensively for Tennessee they they can get this win I think if you believe in Tennessee you might want to take a little bit of the money line too
1: so like you're so cool on the Patriots, you're actually thinking Tennessee money line.
0: I, I think if you, if you like Tennessee, do you, do you honestly like them to lose a close game? Are you taking the points there? Or if, if you like Tennessee, you're, you're counting on Tennessee to score a bunch of points, continue to be efficient in the red zone, run the ball, and win the game.
1: So I like the Patriots to advance. But I am nervous about them covering because I can entirely see a scenario where they Tennessee backdoors somehow.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm probably not getting involved outside of the total.
1: Mm, okay. Uh, and you're looking over or are you looking under?
0: I took that. I took that total to go
1: over. Over. Oh, did you get 43 and a half?
0: I got 43. 43. God, good get
1: good good well, job. It was, another man.
0: One of the, it was the same sure. thing as we said about the other total. We sat on the Sunday night periscope and we said it should probably open like 45, 46. So I can't, I can't sit there and put a number together and see it open lower and not take it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, like, so my hesitation with getting involved in Tennessee, because I agree with you, they have the tools to match up well against the Patriots from the ground game. But Tannehill dropping back, has, he has taken a lot of sacks this year. Uh, He is taking a lot of time to get through his progressions. And when he is succeeding, he's picking on very poor pass defenses. And the Patriots do not have one of those. Uh, I think this is a poor matchup for Tannehill. And I can see him taking a lot of points off the board for Tennessee with, you know, red zone turnovers or just, uh, you know, failed third down conversions because he takes too many sacks or throws too many picks in this one. Um, As great a season as he's had, and as much as he has been the answer to fix the titans this year um, i'm not, i'm still hesitant to uh, to expect that he's going to go shine from a passing standpoint in this game and, oh, and their you know,
0: secondary is so bad like it's that's so bad how this yeah. Game, Bra- yeah this is a get this right game for brady scoring a bunch because this is this is tom brady's get right game this is if all this works out and the patriots defense finally gets to play Which, this what they did last week. I don't understand how it didn't work last week. That's a bad secondary. If they get right, they're halfway healthy. They beat the secondary badly, score a bunch of points. Tom Brady's back. Patriots are fine. It is such a beautiful fade in week two of the playoffs.
1: At this current moment, did Belichick win the argument with Kraft over Garoppolo versus Brady going forward?
0: It's so hard to determine, you know, what Garoppolo's ceiling is. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. Like he is clearly terrible with Kittle's out.
1: It's reasonable that this is Brady's last game or last run with the Pats, though, right?
0: I think so. Good. Which me and and if you're the
1: Pats and Brady's, yeah, you can't argue with six Super Bowls. No way. It's like you would never. You could never, uh, you know, diminish the. Absolutely, impossibly, amazing accomplishments of this franchise under Tom Brady. There is no way to do it. Uh, But going forward, like, what? Where are you? You're in Jared Stim territory. That's that feels like a problem. (laughs) You can't win them all. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and you couldn't. Every dynasty, you you wouldn't. You wouldn't have. Like, I guess as it would have worked out. If you were the Patriots, you would have had to cut ties with Brady after last year's Super Bowl and had and given Garoppolo money without really seeing what he can do to start this year. I think that's how it would have had to go based on how his contract was. Was that do you agree with that? Do you remember that
0: they weren't they weren't they weren't just they weren't ready to do it.
1: They weren't ready to do it. I mean, it sounded like Bill, it sounded like Bill was, but Kraft wasn't. Yep.
0: Okay. Every yeah, every dynasty comes to an end, these things happen.
1: So what's your, t- what's your, what's your, what's your uh, guess then on Brady's future?
0: You think he'd play somewhere else?
1: Yeah. I think so too. I think, I you think guys he wants might. to play a couple more years.
0: It'd be amazing to see him. It, and I mean, it's happened. And Did you, you know, in the middle of his career, do you ever see, think he would see Favre in purple?
1: No. It'd be just
0: absolutely mind,
1: mind-numbing. Joe Montana Brady. played for the Chiefs. Oh, that one was weird too. What was the stat about like the Chiefs had more quarterback wins from San Francisco drafted quarterbacks than Kansas City drafted quarterbacks until yeah, Pat Mahomes came along?
0: <laughs> it was it wasn't even close.
1: That's wild. Um okay. Yeah, that was a John Boyce project. That was that, quite amazing. Oh, that was that was that was really cool and incredible stat. I forgot about that. Um okay, so Patriots are not we're not considering them legitimate contenders in the AFC? Too much to ask them to beat a physical Tennessee team and then go to Kansas City and get a win and then go to Baltimore and get a win?
0: It seems like a lot.
1: It does seem like a lot. That's a tough ask. Even though they have, by far and away, the most experience at the quarterback position of any AFC team. It's a tough ask. It is a tough ask,
0: and it's not like Andy Reid doesn't have experience. John Harbaugh is, you know, quarterbacks. exercise, you have some, you have some pretty experienced coaches.
1: Sure, sure, sure. But the idea is these are relatively equal strength teams, and it's going to come down to end of game making plays, you know, game winning drive sort of stuff. And that's where quarterbacks tend to get tight. Like you get like like if you're a, like here's my general kind of rule of thumb here. If you're a playoff debutante as a quarterback there's a high likelihood that that first game is going to outright suck. You're just going to – you're going you're gonna to give us an F in terms of what you can do on the football field. We see it way too often, right? I think if you are kind of rel- – you don't have a lot of playoff wins under your belt, I don't necessarily think you're going to come out and lose the game for your team. But it's very, very tough to beat teams of equal strength who have – uh, a quarterback who can kind of operate under pressure, operate, uh, you know, a, a two-minute drive. Uh, well, I get, just
0: don't put the Patriots at equal strength versus either of the
1: two Yes, that's
0: you took the word. Yes, key. That's that is the key.
1: There. That's they don't key. have the
0: offense to hang against those defenses.
1: Yes, we agree. We agree. We watched uh, those two
0: matchups this year. Like, uh, could they could they beat either of those teams? Yes. Could they beat both of them in a row on the road? Very unlikely. They just yeah. Patriots. Patriots tickets aren't feeling great right
1: now. <laughs> no, Patriot, the Patriots' path to the Super Bowl is um, they beat the Titans relatively easily. They don't have to fire all their bullets. They eke out a win on the road against Kansas City, and Houston somehow shocks the world and beats the Ravens. And then the Patriots get to host the Texans in the AFC title game. That's their path.
0: Yeah, that seems
1: fair. I don't think their path goes through KC and Baltimore. It's just too much back to back.
0: It's a lot to ask anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Which means uh, AFC, KC or Baltimore?
0: Yep. Pretty much. What do you think? Is that a question? No. Nope, yeah, it's
1: That's my answer KC
0: or Baltimore?
1: <laughs> how far apart are those two teams, in your opinion? Uh, with the,
0: <clears throat> I don't
1: know, with some of the play we've
0: seen from Kansas City of late, maybe not as far as I thought so. Mm. It's, it's, cool. it's closer than I think some people think. Mm. Kansas City does have, you know, they had a nice little run last year, a few playoff games, if you want to go with playoff experience. The Holmes is getting healthier by the week. They're a good team. But uh, yeah, with, with what Baltimore's done this year, it's hard to go against them.
1: I think sure is, yeah. They
0: play if they play if they don't have a game where they make just multiple bad mistakes, they should be able to win and go to the Super Bowl and win it.
1: Yeah, I agree. With you.
0: So smart and they play so well and they do so many things good. They're just yeah. in all phases of the game, they're great.
1: Yeah, and they're healthy. There is there healthy. there's really no one that's uh, injury is bad luck. No, they've been they've been exactly on the right side of all of the injury luck, um, and uh, I, yeah, I mean, I like it has to be like a like honestly like a black swan event has to take them out before the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Like they like something, it's like like something uh, completely unforeseen, or a bunch of unforeseen events have to happen in the same game for them to to lose to either of these uh, other contenders, in my opinion. What kind of a uh, line do you think you're going to see Baltimore-Houston? 13? 14?
0: Yeah, I was going to say north of 10, short of 14.
1: What was the line last time they played? Do you remember? Was it five? Yeah, it was less. <laughs> that was a fun game. <laughs> a lot of people were on Houston that day. They were, we're coming off their good. bye, I think. <laughs> were they coming off their bye? They might have been. I don't remember. 100%. I believe so. Mm, not competitive. Um, okay. <laughs> Man, Um, KC, New England. What kind of line? Mm, Eight minus six, six, yeah, six or seven. Uh, Which side of seven is it going to be on? Is my question. I
0: think the low side of seven. New England. See, I feel like if New England comes out out with a
1: win, it'll be people will talk themselves into this is they're making a run.
0: It'll be based off a good performance from their passing game against a bad sure, secondary. that's
1: a great point. the
0: perception will God be, damn. oh, Brady's back,
1: baby. N- you've There's nailed that. There's nailed it. So, oh, case. So, I'll how much are you preparing to lay the six? <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's how that works. Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Casey took a took a shot. It's worth noting they lost uh, Juan Thornhill, who has been a very, very important piece to their defensive renaissance this season, in my opinion. Um, nice. dun, dun, dun. Not good. Not good. Not good for KC. I uh, feel bad for them because I was a big, big KC supporter last year. It would have been good for old time's sake uh, to see them make a run this year, even though I am holding I, the last major, the last, the, I, I told you I put a play in on the Saints to win the Super Bowl, but the, uh, it's not the biggest one I've got out there. The biggest one I've got out there is Baltimore AFC at 14 to 1 um, from August. That uh, I'm like glowing about it. I really, really think Baltimore gets there this year. I just have them I so much better than every other a team.
0: Terrible price just to have it.
1: Just to have it. Yeah. Just for fun. I don't know. Pat Mahomes isn't showing me enough. The running game can't play keep away. That I think that's what it comes down to for me. Why I think Baltimore uh, is a clear advantage over KC, even if Kansas City comes out hot, even if they're making plays in the passing game, which I think they can against Baltimore. It's like the KC is not a great matchup for Baltimore offense versus their defense. Would you agree? I mean, granted yeah. they're gonna they're gonna be a lot better matchup than when we saw them Week Three, and there was no. Jimmy Smith and no Marcus Peters on the field, but I still feel like Kansas City is going to be able to make plays in the passing game against that Baltimore defense. They're going to be able to put points on the board. They're going to put pressure on that team, even in even on the road.
0: I think people forget like what Baltimore looked like at the beginning of the year, outside of the Miami game when Miami was just getting trounced by everybody before they they started just going with the don't give a you know don't give a fuck Fitzpatrick look that they did at the end of the year. Like the you know baltimore lost to Cleveland badly
1: <laughs> DGAFF.
0: Baltimore, baltimore is a different team than they were at the beginning of the season they have it was a it was a quick progression but they have progressed quite a bit from that early season team
1: yeah no their defense went from middling to below average to top 5 i think so similarly casey
0: yeah let's go uh let's go baltimore seattle
1: Okay, I think that's. Uh, I think I'm on board with that. Baltimore wins that, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I play a bunch. In Miami, where their season started. Oh. Baltimore 59, Seattle 10.
0: <laughs> that would be something.
1: <laughs> That'd be a fun game. I hope that we get that. Uh, the first Baltimore, Seattle game this season was. A disappointment because the weather was really weird. It was like all slippery. You remember? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see another crack at that.
0: We can. We'll what's get that?
1: There. I think we'll get what, there. What's that total?
0: Oh, Fifty-two.
1: You don't think it's like 49, 48. No, I'm putting it higher. Super Bowl. He <sighs> over it
0: better it's coming out of out of the woodwork.
1: Be good, good point. Nice. That's a good point. Um, okay. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. That was a very fun pod. Um, I think we did a great job s- teeing up the playoff picture. And uh, yeah, I, I will put out my full projection of what I think happens in the coming days. I need a little bit more uh, information on some of the uh, injuries, and then I will settle in. But I'm agreeing with you. I think Seattle is going to make this happen in the NFC, and I think uh, Baltimore gets it done in the AFC. This is uh this is gonna be a fun playoff, so would you, I guess, like I don't know. Give me a final grade on the NFL 2019 regular season and then how this playoff sets up in terms of excitement. Uh, some of these wildcard games aren't great.
0: Like, right? That's right. That's every year. I'm not, I'm not jazzed up for the, a- the every, Houston game. Dude, every year though. Every year we get the Houston game, and it's just not great. But overall, the Man, take Green Bay out of the picture. It sucks that Green Bay got the two seed because if it were if it were the Saints and Niners, man, just what what a God, force That would be for your the best. That would ah, be the best, crazy study. And, and it's funny because we're talking against fading the Niners.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no. Um, honestly, the NFC the NFC divisional. Um, games are going to be the most dynamic, you know, the most interesting handicap in a while. I'm probably going to be talking myself into the two least, you know, the two um, unfavorable market hates teams overrated metrics say these teams suck sides. Green Bay and Seattle oh, yeah, for sure go over the Saints and the Niners, like yeah, against yeah, the it's, spread, <laughs> against the spread, yeah. Right. But I, I think I honestly think. I honestly think your NFC title game is going to be Saints. I mean, uh, get a uh, uh, Seahawks uh, at the Pack.
0: Yeah, that could be. That'd be interesting. But no, mm. I'm I'm very excited for divisional weekend and obviously the two the two weeks after that, not including the bye week. But yeah, wildcard weekend isn't great. Otherwise, it's been a great season. Like we said at the beginning. Kind of glad it's over. It's a grind <laughs> sitting here. I don't know how many bets you made. You know, obviously we make a lot of little ones, have have live bets in here. But of the stuff I've tracked, I made. I think I made more bets than I did last year. And it's a, it's stressful. Yeah, you, it you, is. When you put when you put them out there, and you get shit from people when you have bad ones.
1: worse yeah, than yeah. yeah. losing you've, money. You've already made as many bets in college basketball, and you've already won more money though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I won like eight units in in the NFL, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Already. I did I did better in the first month of NBA than I did in the full season of NFL. So NFL that's, very people, hard. that's why people that's why people do NBA this because <laughs> it's fun. It, uh,
0: fun.
1: it makes for good content. That's for damn sure. Um, it's it just fuels the content machine. Um NFL's king. Yep. All right, man. Best of luck. Good job this season. Well played. Top to bottom. Happy New Year's. We'll talk to you uh, in 2020. Happy Black Monday.